PJ from Board Game Gumbo, not PJ Morgan, BJ from Board Game Gumbo here. His cousin, in, his cousin PJ. In the Gumbo Pot, we are talking board games, board games, board games. I'm not alone, though. I'm joined by my co-host. DJ Bell. And hey, off Dave. in the corner, telling jokes, yep. Dave. We're going to get to him Light in a second. You pipe down. We'll get to you in just a second. <laughs> board Game Gumbo is a proud member for a little while longer of Punchboard Media. Sad to hear. Cheers again to our friends at Punchboard Media. Uh, and we are celebrating every week the upcoming Southern Board Game Fest. Right, Jay? Look what I got on the wall now. So, 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 Jay, what have you been playing lately? Um, a lot of stuff. Uh, Shards of Affinity, as usual. Uh, I, I, I'm going to take the app off my phone. So, <laughs> like, I'm almost at a thousand plays, and I really just need to stop. But I've also been playing. Um, That's a lot of plays. Yeah, it's a whole lot. It's so easy, though, man. The app just makes it really easy. But I've also Is that the one I played with you? Yeah. With the relics, yeah. Um, you, you, yeah. You, 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 there was one, yeah, I did. Yeah. There was one expansion I think that you threw in, right? Mm-hmm. But that's it. You yeah. kept it kind of babyfied for me, which yeah. I appreciate. Now there's three. There's three. Somebody told me they're ending the game. I didn't know. About no, that. or I mean, am I wrong? That that could be so. I mean, okay. it's it's pretty complete now with with everything that they added to it. Like one last one last expansion. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Charges and thing. But what else are you playing? Uh, a whole lot of board game arena. Um, you can find me on there at J Bell. Anyway, um, I, how do you not have that consistent? You're like I the marketing guru. That was the first one that I did. So yeah. Anyway, um, I've been playing Isle of Cats. Uh, that's a game that I played when I lived in New Jersey, and I didn't like it a whole lot. But I think it was more because of the people that I played with. You know how sometimes the people make the. I've also noticed that as well. Like you yeah, know, depending on who you play with, is it. It's a different experience. Is it real, a tile laying game? How can it be different with different people? It was just so like you're you're drafting and then you're also um, buying tiles from two different markets. Um, it was my first time playing, but I think the players that I, I, I was playing with they just they weren't fun gamers. Mm. They just weren't fun gamers. Um, so I got to play it again here with some friends on Louisiana, and I had a great time. We were like laughing and joking and making cat jokes and all the all stuff. And then it went to BGA and now I played a whole lot. And it's becoming one of my favorite games. I think I'm, I'm going to also pick it up. Like, And you are going to be teaching it? Yeah, I'm going to be actually teaching it at Southern Board Game Festival. Do you, at Sunday. Do you know if there's any slots left? There's one slot left when I check this afternoon at about 4 p.m. So if you want to play Isle of Cats with me at Southern Board Game Fest, sign up. If you want to play with a celebrity... Sorry. <laughs> Melissa's not going to be there, but Jay is going to be there. So J Bell. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Hamilton. Nice. Dave, what about you? What have you been playing lately? Uh, me and my wife have been playing Hanamakoji a lot. I just picked it up at Anubis uh, two weeks ago. Playing. Yeah, I'm really digging it. Solid two-player. Hanamakoji. Have you played Hanamakoji, Jay? I have not. Heard good things. So... Dave is exactly right. It is one of the most diabolical two-player games I've ever played. It, it has four or five mechanics smashed into one. One of them, though, is the diabolical I split, you choose mechanic, where you have to... Is it three cards you split up? So two there's cards? two different I split, you choose, right? Okay. There's four actions you have to take throughout, you know, you, you take turns taking actions up to four. One of them is you discard two cards. One of them is you keep one secret hidden okay. and then reveal it at the end of... Uh, 
then the first split is you choose two pairs of two cards and you put them out and your opponent gets to choose which cards they want first and you get the leftovers. The second split you choose is you choose three cards, your opponent gets one and you keep two. Okay. So, so you're really trying to... And it's also a mixture of area control as well. And that's the main mechanic of the right. game. You're doing all these things to, to there's, have favor with the geishas, yeah, geishas, right? Geishas. right? Yeah. yeah. There's a, a, a row of cards, two through five. There's like, I don't know, ten of them. It's like four twos, uh, two threes, a four and a five. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> each one of those cards, had, that's the amount of cards that are in the deck. So there's two twos of one color, two twos of another color, three threes of one, four fours of the four, and five fives. So uh, you play through like the whole deck. Yeah, that's a turn. And then at the end of the turn, whoever has the the most cards in each number basically gains those points. Okay. And okay. You, you have to you win by getting eleven points or four gauges. If there's a tie, then uh, like after all the cards are placed, you go to whoever has the majority in each card, and uh, you you know you assign the winner, and then you go through the first uh, the first winner is eleven points. Mm-hmm. So you count up the value on each of the cards. If you have eleven, you win. The second winner is uh, the one who controls four cards. So you either control either control a value of eleven. Or you control four uh, four geishas. Yeah. Super sick. Really like, mean game. Really kind of spotlighty vibes. When I played Spotlight, uh-huh. that is one of the things that I was looking at. Oh, it's it, it's not the same game, of course, not the same game. In fact, I'm kind of surprised that uh, that after playing Spotlight, you you know you hadn't run across Hanamakoji at some point afterwards. Yeah. Like you know, in doing your research or marketing the games, you hadn't. No one's ever kind of mentioned that one as, as a potential. Yeah. But again, a lot of two-player games have that. Lost Cities is like that too, where you're it's also... Lost yeah. Where, okay, well, if you you see how all those games kind of have that, I'm going to affect what's going on in the middle. It's because it's so good. Like, yeah. it's you versus your opponent, and you have these areas, and you just got to be like, okay, which ones am I going like, to leave for them and not worry about, and which ones am I going to focus on kind of thing? Brainstorm. You have to... The next time we come, we got to talk about top two-player games oh, and start talking about it because right. I have a whole shelf just for those, and there's one in particular that, that to me, takes all these mechanics we're talking about as a top. But I'm going to save it for them. We'll talk about that. So just one more thing about like the crunchiness <laughs> yeah. of Hanamakoji. And you're playing the new edition yeah. or the older edition? Yeah, it's yeah. a new okay. one, but I mean, it's, it's the same. It's thing. basically the same game? That's all I was going to um, ask you. The really crunchy part is decision is, like, do you do one of the most, you know, Stronger mechanics or stronger actions is to uh, give two cards to your opponent and you keep two cards to play. Do that. Do that early, and then you limit your own hand by like you know because you draw a card that like would equal six or something like something that, like and that. You're giving up four. So throughout the rest of the round, you're you're down to like a hand of three. Uh, you got two strong cards, yeah, yeah, yeah. but your hand is limited. Yeah. I see. Great game, Hanamakoji. Uh, I I went to I drove to New Orleans to meet up with a buddy of mine from the Dukes of Dice, Matthew Ward. He kicked my butt all night. I never could beat him, but it's it's a, I mean, we just it's one of those games where you you lose and then you go let's set it up again <laughs> and we'll do it. Yeah. You know, who's another big fan is Sagan. Sagan loves that game. So Hanamakoji. We do have a copy in the Sobo library if anybody wants to play at Sobo. Yes. Yeah. 
take on Dave. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is good at it. Huh? Yeah, she's good at good. it. Yeah. She's really good at Lost Cities, though. That's yeah. like mm, her one that she kills me in. My wife, the same way. She beat me all. Once she figured out Lost Cities, mm -hmm. she pretty much beat me pretty regularly. Yeah. I haven't gotten Kristen yet. I think a few times. Oh, she didn't like it. No. She, the scoring is what she didn't. Yeah, we, we, it's hard to. We yeah, we we did the scoring the correctly the first time. Yeah, and so when we figured out how it, how it goes correctly, she was like, "No, I like it the other way." And so she's like, "Ah, I'll get join the club, everybody. Every, <laughs> everybody messes up Lost Cities the first time. Every time I teach that game, it's hard for people to get their mind around. Like, okay, you start off with a handshake. This is going to be multiply your score, whether it's negative or positive. Yeah. It's multiplying your score. But right now, so, it's zero because right. a handshake is worth nothing. It's yeah. it's very confusing. And and the sad part is Lost City is usually one of the first two-player games people buy. Mm -hmm. So you get new gamers like me, mm -hmm. you know, 15 years ago, getting this game, trying to read these rules that look nothing like, you know, Sorry or Monopoly, yeah. and we mess them up every time. Nowadays, there's no excuse because the YouTube is out there, so we should know how to play it. But... We should not have played well, the first game. Uh, huh? Why don't you play something else? Oh, yep. I was also playing oh, Radlands. Yeah. Tell us about Radlands. Radlands is great. It's like a, I know nothing about this other than what you guys have posted. So what's really cool games. about Radlands is it feels like a, a collectible card game. Oh, but it's not. It's only one deck that you share between you and your opponent. Okay. And uh, pixel tactics. You you line yeah. up cards sure. in a column. And you can attack. You're trying to attack basically the other people's camps. They have three camps out, which are basically, uh, and you can put people in front of that camp to protect your camp from getting knocked out. Mm -hmm. Well, the camps uh, also give you certain benefits, like uh, there's collecting resources. There's all kinds of stuff. It, it's it's a uh, it's a really yeah, it's rad. <laughs> it's totally rad. But it feels like. Uh, Magic the Gathering, or you know, how long is the playtime? 30 40 minutes. Huh? Okay, the art looks great. It's, yeah, yeah, it's great, man. It's a I knew not, I knew nothing about this game until he and Dustin started posting about it on Facebook. I, I don't know anything about this game. Basically, you have like three water resources that's the resources you use to play out cards. It doesn't even look and expensive each card either. Has their own abilities and it seems like it's pretty reasonable, right? Oh, yeah, the base game is 17 by itself without the mag. Don't say anything else on my description. <laughs> Stop it's, playing shards and play Redlands. It's really like once you once it clicks, you're like, okay, I, I get it now. You know, um, I put these people out like so. You you choose a, a column or yeah, you choose a column to attack. You can only attack the first card that's in that column. Okay, just like pixel attack. Yeah. So you can protect your stronger characters by putting your weaker ones in front. And they have to attack that, you know, before they can get to, like, okay. you, they have snipers in there that allow you to bypass. They can shoot anything. Yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, Two-player game? Yeah. Two okay. Game. And Melissa's playing with you? To, no, I'll play on TTS. I'll play online. do a two-player stream in March or April. That would be good. I think it's still available on their website, Roxley. It's a Roxley game? Yep. So yeah. the dice throwing and all that. Big, big supporters of Southern Board Game Fest. We're going to have a lot of Roxy games out there. In fact, we'll be demoing guerrilla marketing on stream with our hard board games. So. Nice. Matter of fact, the guy that designed uh, <coughs> Radlands also worked uh, designed some matching gathering uh, sets and whatnot. So. Oh, okay. I don't remember his name. He's like, I'm not sure. Because the Shards of Infinity guy is a former Magic player. 
Justin Gary. Yep, Justin. Pro, Justin pro uh, tour player. A lot of these Magic yeah. players, you know? Dude, yeah. I've been playing Cora Quest, which I got. Uh, I, did back I did back it. Uh, Dan and I go back way back to Dice Tower 2017. Oh, wow. And I watched Dan and his daughter, Cora, if you've ever seen their videos on, oh, on Facebook. She's super cute. So good at marketing and just building a community. <clears throat> what a community build here. This was Dan and his daughter deciding to do something pandemic, throw it on Facebook, start a, pay, start a group, and then all of a sudden kids from around the world are helping them design this game. So, cool. so is it a good game? And that's the question. If you have kids, it's a fantastic game. And shout out, I got a shout out to Jeremy Dobber. The Dob, Dobbler did this awesome. I sent, I sent him, I just I sent him a note saying, "Hey, I'm having trouble with the organization of my game, and you've been doing some 3D printing." He said, "I'm on it." Yeah. And take a look at this thing. I mean, this is the way. Dan, if you're watching this video, this is the way to set this thing up. All the monsters are in one box. All the items are in another box. Basically, what what Core Quest is, it's a very simple dungeon crawl with story based. So sort of like um, the Goonies that we did. We're going to have characters without without being on all versus one. The characters are going. You're going to pick one of these characters, and they're all, they're all cute. Yeah. Pick these characters. They don't even have names on them to give kids the chance to name them themselves. Mm -hmm. And all the monsters look like nightmares out of a kid's, you know, yeah. kid's sure. imagination. Yeah. Uh, each of the each of the quests are are relatively simple and only take about 30 or 40 minutes to play. The artwork is fun, drawn by mostly uh, people, kids from all over the world, although. They had a professional artist kind of yeah. bump it up a little bit. Uh, I was wa wondering whether my little grand bugs could get it. No problem. Evelyn loved it. I mean, absolutely loved it. And, and did we cheat a little bit? Yes, because she's pretty young. So I had to kind of streamline the rules a little bit. But she understood. I want to go after treasure chests. I want to take out the goblins. She loved rolling the dice. She loved rolling the dice for me and getting me hit. I don't understand that part. <laughs> like, we're cooperating here. Nope, pop. I got to roll that again. She knew what splats are versus missing. So it is a game that anybody can uh, teach their kids and have a great time. So far, we, play, we played two of the adventures. There's about nine or ten in the book. Mm -hmm. And Dan's already writing some more. And the community is writing that. more. Yeah, yeah. So I used to play a game called Baldur's Gate. Dave, you ever, did mm -hmm. you ever play that sure. one? Yeah. Baldur's Gate was cool because, if I'm thinking of the right one. No, okay. Neverwinter Nights. Okay. Sorry. Neverwinter Nights was a, an RPG online. But the coolest thing was that TSR opened, or whoever published it, opened up the system. Mm -hmm. So anybody could write adventures for it. So it was your regular dungeon crawl like, uh, like uh, Gloomhaven, mm -hmm. but with all this community-based mods. Yeah. So once we started playing the game, we're like, well, this one is nice, but you know, just download all these other scenarios. Oh, and that's when we got hooked. Same thing with Cora Quest. Dan is writing, and he's also getting the community to write for it, too. So I got to say, thumbs up. You know, for, uh, well, I'm not rating the game at all. <laughs> for reasons I'm not going to say, yeah. I just enjoy Core Quest. But so they, like, I've been watching them on their Facebook journey, man. They're crushing it. Crushing it, crushing it. That's the way to do that. Thank you. It's a great feeling whenever you see your kids finally, like, get it onto the game. <laughs> yeah. It's, mm -hmm. so, it's so amazing, man. Yeah. It's just... Like, I was playing with London Ticket to Ride in Bad Company, and, like, she's like, oh, I could, you know, we, we taught her a little bit. She played a couple uh, a couple rounds. And she picked it up? Picked it up, got it, ran off with it. I wonder if Evelyn and Gabby could pick up Bad Company, because that would be fun to play with them. So, 
Let's check that out. Oh, shout out to Jeremy about the uh, thing. He'll be at Southern Board Game Fest with his business card. So if you're looking for some 3D printing for your games, he has access to all the files. I think you do that. And another shout out, your buddy Adam. Adam, 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 Adam. From Spotlight. Oh, Adam Stichter, yeah. Adam Stichter. So uh, Jay designed Jackie Spotlight. Games. And for this month, they're running a special for you yeah, guys. Yeah, so my co-designer, Adam Stichter, is super awesome, super supportive of me and every part of the board game community. Um, and they're running a Spotlight special for this month. Um, it's $2 off, and all of the proceeds are going to go straight to me as a black board game designer. So thank you, Adam, for that. Um, awesome. If you don't already have the game... Check it out. It's available on drive through cards and the Game Crafter hidden area control. Two players also have a simple mode that's pretty tough. If people really want to find out, what's the easiest way? Just Google Game Crafter Spotlight J Bell? Uh, yeah. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. is there an Follow easier me way? On Twitter, I have links on You have a link page. on Twitter? Okay. Yep. Well, I just thought that was cool, Adam, to do that for, yeah, you know, yeah. for Black History Month. This is great, man. Absolutely. So that That's awesome that he's actually given up all the profits to you for one month. Yeah. You should yeah. tell him to do that permanently. <laughs> I don't know if you'll want to do that. Yeah. But, uh, not, it was yeah. nice of him. All right, so are we ready to play a game? Yeah. yeah dude. So Arthur from Uplink Underground got in touch with us. Unfortunately, COVID hit, and we couldn't do this because we weren't having any game store nights. But I've been holding it because, Jay, I don't know if you know what's coming up. Um. Well, tomorrow's Wednesday. That's coming up. All right, Jay. Come on, man. <laughs> Mardi Gras in a couple of weeks. So... We've got Mardi Gras in Louisiana. We're nuts for Mardi Gras. I tried to bring you a king cake today, by the way, on my way back from oh, Ellick. Oh, no. I happened? stopped at Crystal uh, at the uh, at um, Crystal Wedding Cakes. Crystal Wedding Cakes, which is at um, oh, they have like they sell them at different all kinds of locations. Well, the only place I know is that grocery store that's over there by Reds, the one that in the weird uh, angle subdivision. <laughs> you didn't get to see DJ's oh. hand motion. But it was like. Like Chris Brown, he's usher. <laughs> I'm doing like this. Why do I always forget? Uh, Little Veron's. So I went to Little Veron's. Totally sold out again. Jay, it is. If you're not there by 10 o'clock, it's completely sold out. Those crystal wedding cakes, man. Yeah. It's you, real good. I'm not, I'm not joking. It's probably we didn't even talk about this, Dave. It's the best kinky. I even told BJ that on Twitter. We'll see, we picked man. it up. I mean, so. Because, so. like, the, the thing is, like, that cake, like if you go to, uh, I guess, I say meshes or whatever. Yeah. It's like. Board Game Gumbo, a, proud sponsor by <laughs> Meshes Donuts. Filled like, all over the place, yeah, right? Yeah, it's it's sure. messy, right? For sure. I mean, that's the part of the appeal. Yeah. But like the Crystal Wedding Cakes, dude, it's thin and stuffed evenly throughout the cake. Okay. Perfect looks icing. Like what's, what's the icing like? What's the icing on top? Yeah, dude, it's, it's like good. Perfect. Like a, it's not dumped all over the place. Right. It's not mushy. It's so it almost looks like a, you know, like a, a not a glazed donut, but you know how they have like the strawberry on top of the donut. That's what the right. whole glaze. Okay. Like. Now, now, see, see, here's the thing, though, guys. I'm from New Orleans. BJ, you you married a woman from New Orleans. Now, I'm pretty sure she'll tell you that king cakes don't traditionally look like that. Yeah. So this one looks like a traditional king cake. Okay. You're you're gonna you're gonna like that. It okay. looks like a traditional king cake from Randazzo's or Haydell's or any one of those places. Because I mean, so. yeah, man, growing it up, is, I was like, I know what a king cake looks like to me, and like when I see meshes, I'm just like, I my, believe you that it's amazing, but it, it just doesn't. Dave, you have to you know, understand. My wife rejects Gambino's cakes, and that is as close yeah. to New Orleans as we can yeah. get. 
but they're not. There's a Baton Rouge cakes and they're not exactly like New Orleans. She was like, she'll get them because that's about as close as she can get. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the ones over, what's the, the bakery downtown? Keller's. Mm-hmm. Keller's is, might, might be the closer one, but she always says, or Poupart's. Poupart's has a, a pretty good king cake in my opinion, but it's more of a French cake. This but. is going to sound like blasphemy, man. Uh-oh. But you can't, you really can't go wrong if you just go to Walmart. That they have in the box okay. Okay. That's that's what it looks like. Dave's just like no. That's you know where those palpable. you know where those cakes are made. Where? Uh, well, no, I'm sorry. The ones in Costco are made in Hondo. I haven't checked out the ones yeah. in Costco. They, they 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 look pretty cheap to me, but maybe they taste good. See, uh, I'm not. Hondo, man. That's a wedding cake. You don't have to go to the special store. They have them at like the Boudin shops. No, I, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, they yeah. have them in Scotland. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like you haven't tried it yet? And they have them at your work? <laughs> it's like right next oh, door. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like right next door. Okay, why don't you pick one up and bring it next Tuesday? I'll, I'll give you the money for it. I'm, not, I'm okay, good for the money. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll break break my, my oath and just go ahead. <laughs> Aren't you curious? And we could try, try it right little, here on stream? I am a little curious. Yeah. I'm a little curious. Let's try it. Just it's to, definitely the best one in town. Okay. I'll say that. That doesn't, I mean, but like, when you say I know the it's best different. in town, yeah. I know he's coming from New Orleans, yeah. I'm just like, that doesn't say He's got different. a point, but he hasn't eaten it, so I'm going to take a half point from your point. <laughs> so it's half, like it's a half a point. It's like thinly layered and rolled, right? Sometimes, but the ones that I know, they're just, they're, they're, they're light, airy dough. It's, it's more of a bread, not a cake. It's more of a bread. Uh, absolutely, yeah. That's kind of like... It's like, exactly what a Crystal Palace right. cake. What he's describing it's is Crystal thin, Palace. I'm telling you, it's like, it's like a bread. I'm, 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 it's not like meshes, dude. That's like. That's I mean, yeah, we got some big donut. Like, don't get me wrong. I love meshes, meshes donuts, are, but yeah. for king cake, I need it to be more king cakey. Yeah. My wife has finally convinced me because I used to always eat meshes king cakes, and she was like, "You just like the donut part. Stop yeah. eating the king cake." And she's right. I don't need the king cake. I just want the donut. So. Yeah. You know, just get me a cinnamon twist from uh, Meshes instead. So, still my favorite donuts. But, all right. So, Arthur Sin- <laughs> somehow we got <laughs> off on King Cakes. Arthur Sinis' this game. We're going to play. I promised him we'd play it for Mardi Gras. He's also the designer of Breakaway Football that uh, you and I played, Dave, which is pretty good. Yeah, good. And he uh, he redid the Super Bowl, and they they correctly predicted the winner. They got the, yeah, they got the Rams. Rams. Score was a little higher because Arthur kind of got um, blown out in the fourth quarter. But going into the fourth quarter, it was a three point game. So that they actually did a, they actually did pretty well. In fact, he lost the game because they never could get that big complete. One of the cards in the deck is uh, I forgot what he calls it, but it's like a big. It's like a, so it's a pun on chase. So like um, chasing the point or something, whatever it is. And then he never could connect that. And the Bengals never could because if the Bengals hit that one big play with Chase in the second half, yeah, so maybe they do win. Yeah, so you know? uh, was it the last play of the game? When Burrow got sacked. Chase was wide open on the uh, on and the. To uh, me, like out of, I don't want to say anything bad, but like P Ryan, he should have like dove for the ball. I saw replays and stuff. like Did that. he get mixed up? Is that what happened? Because uh, Burrow actually looked like, like he threw it in his direction. Yeah, yeah. It's a Super Bowl. You gotta like it's four down. The Super Bowl. If you don't complete it, the game's yeah, over. Yeah. You have to try. You gotta try. Yeah. But yeah, Chase was try. wide it, open. It looked on like the play. it was out of. Yeah. But like Joe Burrow, man, he was under pressure the whole. At least he only got sacked 20 off, times. Second half. Yeah. I think he only got sacked 20 times. Yeah, only 20? Yeah. 